This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen... The march continues. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I know I ranted for a while, but this stuff is becoming quite emotional for me. I still am a human. I have not merged with machine, and so I do have human emotion, ladies and gentlemen. And the deeper I go into this, the crazier it gets. And I wasn't even going to get into ectogenesis or artificial wombs. It's all because of Maria Albanese over at the Thomas Paine podcast, the co-host on Fridays of that podcast. You can blame her, folks. Blame her for this, <laughs> the last couple of episodes. No, I, I'm so glad she sent this over because it was barely, barely on my radar. Let's look at this. This is at... Uh, wionews.com wionews.com and this is an article from january 2022 so the beginning of the year it says synthetic wombs question mark synthetic wombs elon musk other tech entrepreneurs discuss population collapse solutions and what they're talking about, I'll just roll over to this right here. I have Twitter up on the screen. January 18th, 2022, Elon Musk tweeted, we should be more worried about population collapse. And then this gentleman here, Vitalik Buterin, who you will see shortly, we've discussed him on this show before. He tweets, disparities in economic success between men and women are far larger once marriage plus children entered the picture. Just what I talked about, folks. He goes on to say synthetic wombs would remove the high burden of pregnancy, significantly reducing the inequality. And so he puts out an article from Vox.com, women's earnings drop significantly after having a child, men's don't. And then it's a chart here. Do we have to break this down? He says disparities in economic success between men and women are far larger once marriage plus children enter the equation or enter the picture. Who cares? Who cares if you're in a relationship, a man and a woman, a husband and a wife, are partners and you have a child? Who cares if the man or the woman is earning more stupid, fake, fiat, currency, monopoly money, food coupons? If you can pay the bills and food is on the table and you have some sort of shelter and maybe you're working harder to try to to get out of a situation you're in and, and move to a better place or 
buy a house or whatever. We can't even get into all that today because these same psychopaths are trying to engineer us out of being able to afford any of that as they follow the tenets of the fourth industrial revolution from Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, where we will own nothing and we will eat crickets all day long or 3D printed Cheerios or whatever the hell they have in store for us, some of which we've covered here. So they create a situation where they make it almost impossible for a man to earn the money while the woman raises the child, the most important job on earth. Okay. And so they create the scenario. And now this guy, you'll see again, I'll remind you who he is shortly. He comes out and responds to Elon Musk, who's now worried about the shrinking population. Of course, all of his buddies are these uh, overpopulation guys. Now, all of a sudden, Elon Musk is like some big hero. This is all around the time when he was going to save Twitter and free speech so that they can get all the Trump folks, all the MAGA folks. Sorry if you're out there, but to get them on board with Elon Musk as a new trading card hero, the real life Tony Stark, Iron Man, coming to save you because Trump was being beat up and out of the picture, so they needed a new superman and so elon musk says now he's worried about uh, population decrease and so it sets up this psycho uh vitala buterin to come out and now say that uh the disparities in economic success between men and women are far larger once marriage and birth and you know and children enter this equation and so his solution is synthetic wombs would remove the high burden of pregnancy the high burden of pregnancy what that's going on since the beginning of mankind oh god what would we do dear god without these technocrats and transhumanists these anti-humans who have waged war on humanity at every angle from creating ai and robots to replace us in both blue and white collar sectors to creating killer artificial intelligence autonomous robots And now, what would we do without them, without their artificial womb? What would we do without their robot nannies? Oh, God, God, God bless you for bringing us these technocratic transhumanists. Thank you, so. What would we do without them? Oh, mommy can't go run around and do gig work. The new economy, the new slave plantation, the digital slave plantation that these technocrats develop for us. What will happen if mommy can't do that? Because God forbid she get pregnant and have a beautiful child. Oh, seriously, folks, come on. All right, let's go back to this for a second. I just wanted to show you what sparked this pop culture introduction to ectogenesis at the beginning of the year this is how they begin to roll it out into pop culture this is how they begin to normalize it to mainstream it and then soon you will have a mother out there wheeling around a robot nanny telling you how great it is to be able to walk her fetus in the park while it grows inside one of elon musk's artificial wombs yeah that's how they'll begin to humanize it Okay, let's take a look. It says a Twitter exchange between Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin and e-commerce platform Gumroad founder Sahil Lavingia has grabbed attention after they talked about the possibility of population collapse and options like artificial wombs to tackle the crisis. 
In a tweet, Musk stated that we should be, quote, much more worried about population collapse, end quote. Uh, replying to that, Lavingia wrote, quote, we should be investing in technology that makes having kids much faster, easier, cheaper, more accessible, synthetic wombs, etc., end quote. Do you hear that, folks? So the men, the men out there that the feminists are supposed to be fighting, they're 50, oh God, what's it going on? 60, 70 year war against the patriarchy? And you have these people popping in. We should be investigating in technology that makes having kids much faster, easier, cheaper, more accessible, synthetic wombs, etc. Where is the pushback from the feminist movement folks where is the pushback so before i finish with this article and then get into a little more that's going on in this space i want to show you um the video here from why i'm going to let this play and then we'll go back and fill in the blanks with the articles here we go and here's a story straight out of science fiction replacing human pregnancies with artificial wombs i know the idea sounds dystopian but it may be a fast approaching reality. Dutch scientists are working on it. Influential people are promoting it, like the co-founder of cryptocurrency Ethereum. He recently pitched synthetic wombs as a solution to the income disparities between men and women. He said they could reduce the burden of pregnancy and help women earn equally at their workplaces. Interestingly, he made the suggestion to Tesla CEO Elon Musk. Why did he reach out to Musk? Our next report tells you. Meet Vitalik Buterin, the co-founder of Ethereum, the second best cryptocurrency after Bitcoin. The 27-year-old inventor has pitched a bold solution to end the economic disparities between men and women and also to prevent our planet from a population collapse. He wants to replace pregnant women with synthetic wombs, a proposal that has drawn the wrath of feminists. Buterin shared this techno-utopian solution in a Twitter exchange with the ultimate tech visionary Elon Musk. Of late, the Tesla tycoon has been expressing his concerns about an impending global population collapse. He's been sharing tweets about falling birth rates the world over, which Musk says won't leave enough people for his relocation plans to Mars. Yeah, his relocation plans to Mars, right? The population is reducing. He has relocation plans to Mars. So he's going to grow babies in these synthetic womb incubators. Do you, do you, like, does it even phase you that we are living through this right now? That these are even conversations that are going on in the mainstream so-called mainstream of society that we are literally talking about real life matrix that at the world economic forum they're discussing people living inside the metaverse that these guys are talking about uploading their minds talking about putting nanobots into their bloodstreams does any of this phase you does it make you say what the hell is going on i say that I say that every day when I look at the news and more of this stuff is out there, I say, what the hell is going on? Let's continue. Buterin chimed in to Musk's complaints online with a controversial solution. 
synthetic wombs. He even shared a graph to justify his views. It pointed out how women's earnings drop significantly after a child, but for men, they remain unchanged. Synthetic wombs, according to him, can remove the high burden of pregnancy and reduce income disparities. This wild suggestion has split the internet. While some have welcomed it, the others are calling it crazy. Those in favor say they would love to have more options and prioritize their health. Some others say that it would help them escape an environment where men condition women. I, I like, and, and I went and I read some of these tweets now. The problem on Twitter, uh, not the fake problem that Musk talks about, but you know, you don't know what are bots. And But seriously, there are people who want this, who say, yeah, oh, it'll, it'll keep ha- uh, men off me, blah, blah, blah. Dude, the men are the one creating it, ladies. Seriously, you got to warn your kids and grandkids, don't go this route, folks. I tell you to take off the Fitbit, put down the iWatch. You know, don't interact with your phone as much as you normally would. But this is a big one, folks. Do not do this. Just say no. Let's continue. And yet others think that bearing child the exact same way women have forever is just deeply regressive. Those against synthetic wombs say women do not need to defy the laws of nature to be treated equally. The debate continues, but the question is, can we really make a synthetic womb? Well, we already are. Scientists in the Netherlands say they are just 10 years away from developing an artificial womb that could save the lives of premature babies. Premature birth is said to be the biggest cause of death among newborns. Dutch researchers say that an artificial uterus could solve this problem. The technology sounds promising, but there are still ethical dilemmas to overcome. Will the technology only be used in emergency situations, or will it also be available for those mulling an abortion? Exactly. I mean, think about this. Now, there is a sci-fi TV show called Hannah, in which they send out this former military guy to recruit women at abortion clinics that are about to have an abortion and get them to turn their baby over to the CIA, and then the CIA genetically modifies them and then turns them into these cyborg warriors, basically. This is, they create these shows to normalize what they're actually doing or to at least brag about it. So you're watching this here. So now they have Musk, a government front man. I'll get back to the other gentleman momentarily and remind you who he is. And so you'll have a better understanding of this sort of WWE circus to normalize and popularize and introduce ectogenesis into the lexicon. Will it be available for all individuals or only for those who can afford it? And above everything else, is letting machines replicate every human element of life a good idea? Pure Report, we on, world is one. Okay, so that is the piece I wanted to show you on this. And when I get back, we will quickly finish analyzing the article and I will remind you who the Ethereum founder is because we talked about him in previous research that we did here at the Dustin Gold Standard related to Peter Thiel and what he's been up to. And then there is another video that I want to go over with you because I found it on YouTube and I think the gentleman did a fantastic 
fantastic job of putting it together. So we will take a look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. Stay out of the artificial womb. We will be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. And I am showing you folks how they start to introduce these Frankenstein technologies to the public, how they start to bring it into pop culture, get people talking about it, get people interested in it, get a debate going around it. And so this was happening at the beginning of last year, ladies and gentlemen. So just so we can put into context who the players are here in this conversation, and I have back up on the screen the article we were looking at. And so we're talking about how um, it was like this little Twitter conversation, a little salon going on between the transhumanists, okay? So you remember this, Lavingia wrote, uh, we should be investing in technology that makes having kids much faster, easier, cheaper, more accessible, synthetic wombs, etc." And it goes on to say, the chat focused on possible world population collapse and the options of creating synthetic wombs as a solution. Musk, who has been an advocate of Mars colonization, said, if there aren't enough people for Earth, then there definitely won't be for Mars, Okay. So now we're supposed to believe that he's going to like start sending people up on uh, subway cars, uh, on uh, ski lifts to Mars. Okay, so it says Buterin also weighed in his valuable input, saying that synthetic wombs would have uh, would remove the high burden of pregnancy, significantly reducing the inequality. So SpaceX CEO Musk, who also shared media reports over the falling birth rate in different parts of the world. He said here, and we have the tweets up on the screen, uh, Musk says we should be more worried about population collapse. And this is where Lavingia said we should be investing in technology that makes having kids much faster, easier, cheaper, more accessible, synthetic wombs, etc. Musk says we should be more worried about population collapse. Okay, I told you so. Now they're sending Musk out there to take the side of shrinking population they have other players on the side of the overpopulation so they they just tug at each other in this wwe war when in fact they're all working on the same technologies so then this gurdeep Saul said this is an awful idea synthetic wombs for what why take on the risk and so that's where uh, Vitalib Buterin jumps in with what we read before. The disparities in economic success between men and women are far larger once marriage and children enter the picture. Synthetic wombs would remove the high burden of pregnancy, significantly reducing the inequality. The inequality. And so it says here, uh, just so you know how they're 
how they're talking about what, what is an artificial womb and it says an artificial uterus or artificial womb is a device that would allow for extra corporeal pregnancy in this process the growth of the fetus is outside the body of an organism that would normally carry the fetus to term in a bbc report dated october 2019 it was reported that scientists in netherlands say they were within 10 years of developing an artificial womb that could save the lives of premature babies again we know that's tugging at the heartstrings it goes on to say experts have noted that premature birth before 37 weeks can be a major cause of death among newborns however the concept of the artificial womb also raised ethical questions in 2017 something closest to an artificial womb was reported when a philadelphia research team revealed that the prototype bio bag successfully supported lamb fetuses and you know that because we showed that to you here see what's great is we break down all this stuff so that when we go deeper into these articles you'll actually understand what we're talking about because we already learned about it, it says the research found quote all emerged from the bio bag healthy having seemingly evaded common complications associated with preterm birth end quote of course they killed the lambs and then further studied them okay now, just to show you how this information spreads quickly when they put the oligarch puppets in charge of promoting it. Uh, this is ScienceTimes.com uh, back in January 2022, right when this Twitter sort of conversation was occurring. It says here, artificial wombs wanted. Elon Musk, Vitalik Buterin, other crypto geeks discuss population collapse and ways of easing burden of pregnancy. And it goes on here to say, Vitaly uh, Dmitriev Vitalin Buterin, the Russian-Canadian programmer and writer who co-founded cryptocurrency Ethereum, suggested women should have artificial wombs. The U.S. Sun reported the 27-year-old crypto titan and other rich tech geeks proposed creating fake wombs to replace human mothers in childbearing in a bid to, quote, ease the burden of pregnancy. Now, let me just explain this quickly here. So when these articles start popping out, because I want you to see how the real world interprets this, when, when it starts as sort of a Twitter war, a Twitter discussion to provoke reactions and emotions from, let's say, regular people, then they send in the bots to push the conversation one way or the other. What ends up happening is then they get all of these papers, and I'm not going to go through all of them. There was hundreds of reprints of this that cover it. And they talk about how these crypto geeks, which are sort of the trading card heroes to the new generation of kids, they look up to these guys as titans. It's basically like when I was a kid, uh, I'm 41, you know, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, those were like the, the, the sort of guys you were supposed to look up to, the entrepreneurs, the big thinkers. And then the next round, they have like Peter Thiel, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, those type of guys. Jack Dorsey from Twitter, BizStone. And then now they have these, these uh, crypto punks, right, that are the new hip and cool guys. So they send them out there to talk about this. But... But see, you are already armed with the real information. You are armed with the history of ectogenesis. So instead of just seeing this artificial womb is designed 
to stomp out inequality between men and women and allow women to keep making money because they don't have the burden of getting pregnant, having to give birth, and raising a child. So, you, you, you know, the kids see it that way, but you don't know... You now know the history of ectogenesis going back to 1924 from J.B.S. Haldane, this uh, British scientist whose father ran experiments on him, who was heavily involved with communist politics, uh, involved with eugenics and such. So that's where it comes from. But they use the crypto punks, the crypto cowboys to make it cool and make it hip. All right. So, let me just show you now, in case you don't remember, this Vitalak Buterin, okay, who is he? I've got his uh, Wikipedia up here. Uh, Russian-born Canadian programmer and writer who is best known as one of the co-founders of Ethereum. Buterin became involved with cryptocurrency early in its inception, co-founding Bitcoin Magazine in 2011. In 2014, Buterin launched Ethereum with Gavin Wood, Charles Hoskinson, Anthony D'Aurora, and Joseph Lubin. Now, you'd say, okay, Dustin, yeah, I kind of remember him. Well, where does he come from? Let me show you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to fast forward through an article I have here on femex.com. That's P-H-E-M-E-X. It goes on to say, let's see, Buterin thought he would receive harsh feedback. He was convinced that experts would pick apart his grand concept of an all-encompassing blockchain ecosystem. However, that did not happen. This assured Buterin of the soundness of his ideas and strengthened his determination. A few months later, many of the project's core members, including Buterin, blah, 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 and blah, flew out to a Bitcoin conference in Miami to present Ethereum. This was the first time many of them had ever met in, quote, real life, end quote. Buterin was then awarded a $100,000 grant through the prestigious Theo Foundation, which allowed him to work on the project full time. And remember, folks... Remember, 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 we've gone through the Thiel Foundation. That is Peter Thiel. That is the program in which he will approach up-and-coming technocrats, tell them if they drop out of college and come work in his incubator lab, he'll give them $100,000 to then develop the companies that he sees as being on the cusp of the future. And so we showed you do not pay.com, the robot lawyer designed to put lawyers out of business. Okay, fine. They have a bad rap. That's their own fault. But that's not the point of this, folks. The point is that robot lawyer is asking for all your personal information, your driver's license, social security card, any information you need for them to help you fight your case, fight the man. They're going to help you weed through the bureaucracy and fight the system. And at the same time, as robot lawyer grows out of Thiel's $100,000 fellowship, Thiel puts in $4.7 million, controls it in early rounds. And now Peter Thiel has access to the data that comes out of robot lawyer because he's one of the owners. 
And at the same time, Peter Thiel is backed by the CIA in QTEL, and he's partnered with the IRS and all of these other government agencies. So where does the data that you give to Robot Lawyer for your free robot services? Because Peter Thiel gave him the money because he's a philanthropist, and he wants to help you fight the man. The man in which he works for, the government, he has over $1.5 billion in open government contracts right now, Peter Thiel. One of which, his company Palantir, started with CIA money, is working with the IRS in a $100 million contract he got under the Trump administration in 2018 to help hunt you down, and they have the ability to take your financial transactions and to pin them up against your social media records, your phone records, and a lot of other information. And so now you see one of Peter Thiel's little minions here, Buterin, running around pushing the concept of synthetic wombs so that men and women don't end up facing inequality in the amount of stupid food coupons, cryptocurrency, monopoly money, fiat coins, or whatever else they want to tell you is important in this world. And so he is right on board. So there you go. You have Elon Musk and you have one of Peter Thiel's bitch boys now pushing the idea of synthetic wombs when Musk, remember, came out of the PayPal mafia with Peter Thiel, who was known as the Don of the PayPal mafia, the original, original digital currency, PayPal. And so Thiel behind the curtain, once again, behind one of his little minions who's starting this conversation helping popularize the idea of synthetic wombs ladies and gentlemen do you see how it all ties together in the end it's always the same people behind the curtain in the end the wizard of oz always appears and so now we know now we see the same technocrats the same transhumanists the same oligarchs the same government frontmen the same scumbags are always there behind the curtain so now you know about these artificial wombs now you know about ectogenesis now you know about jbs haldane now you know that elon musk and peter thiel's minions are out there pushing this idea that their robots, their artificial intelligence, their synthetic wombs can raise a child, can give birth to a child, can cultivate a child more efficiently, more safely than inside mommy's womb. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what they think of you. They are rendering women useless now. The war on men apparently is over. The war on women has just begun. They want to render you useless. They want to render you unnecessary. Because you need to be busy off at work, at your career, programming artificial intelligence, helping them move forward their genocide, their complete demise of humanity. Because folks, at the end of the day, men and women need to unite over this. Black and white need to unite. All religions need to unite because this is a war being waged against humanity. And the technocrats and the transhumanists want us out of the way. Whether it's artificial intelligence, killer AI robots, or growing children in a laboratory, these people 
these whatever the hell they are, these sick, disgusting Frankenstein doctors, they don't like humanity. We are inefficient. We aren't safe. We carry disease. And so they've decided that it is time to engineer us, to program us, to hack us, to hijack us, to pirate us out of existence. As they listen to their king philosopher, Yuval Noah Harari, and the leader of the fourth industrial Reich, Klaus Schwab. They are all on board, folks. If humans don't come together, if humans don't just say no to the technocracy and to transhumanism, then our future will be gone and babies will be grown in laboratories and they will be owned by the corporations and the governments who own the laboratories in which these babies are born and grown. They don't need us anymore. Just like in the movie The Matrix, children do not need to be born. They only need to be grown. Ladies and gentlemen, I would love to get your opinions on this. Feel free to reach out on Telegram, on Twitter, on pain.tv slash gold. Leave a five-star review and a comment over at Apple Podcasts. When we get back in the next episode, I will open up with this great video that I found on YouTube explaining the artificial womb. I think it will be a nice bookend to this conversation. This gentleman did a fantastic job. There's some good facts in there, good statistics. And I will let him close this out. And then we will move on to Joe Biden's executive order. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. This show is for all of humanity. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion. at pain.tv slash gold.